0: Hello and welcome to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy the podcast. This week's episode features Garrett Robertson, fantasy author and Lord of the Rings superfan, joining Tony and Yenny to talk everything Lord of the Rings and Tolkien. Enjoy.
1: Welcome back, everyone. It's Tony the Movie Guy with a brand new episode of Tony the Movie Guy the podcast. podcast. and we're back miss money any is with me hi hi tony and my guest for this evening's episode which we're super excited about
2: yes
3: Fantasy author, Garrett Robinson. Welcome to the show. Hello. You're not half as excited as I am to be here, man. I am half as excited
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll fight you i'll fight you <laughs> but i'm happy that you're excited this has been a long time coming man i know i know yeah. we've known
3: each other forever and it's uh you know it's it's been yeah like you said it's been a long time coming yeah it's
1: awesome well we love having you here i know you live in uh
3: portland oregon, oregon right Yeah, about an hour outside of portland so okay. if somebody doesn't live in oregon i say i live in portland because everybody knows portland and if somebody lives in portland then i say i live in mcminnville because that's the <laughs> town outside of portland does that anyone know knows.
1: What mcminnville i is. Do, i do do you? Yeah, really? okay, yeah, you do.
3: Uh, wow. But people from Portland do. Ah. But actually, to people in McMinnville, until recently, I've had to say, I live in Lafayette, because I don't actually even live in McMinnville. And Lafayette is a <laughs> tiny town. It's 0. .97 square miles. That's the wow. whole town. Wow. But that's about to be over, too, because we're moving to McMinnville in two weeks. I love the there sound of McMinnville. It's like out it's That's totally out of the fantasy novel itself. It is, it is totally. wonderful, and if you ever get the chance to visit,
1: oh my gosh, it's it, it, you should. It's fantastic. Yeah, I, haven't, I actually haven't checked Portland off the list I need to one day oh so man if you ever come up Give me a call. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I just say I'm from Hollywood because, you know, I'm Tony the movie guy. (laughs) I I don't say (laughs) like Silmar, you know. (laughs) But anyway, okay, good. So number one, I'm really happy to have you on the show. You're a fellow super nerd like myself. Yes. Like Miss Money Annie. You're right. I think we met like 10 years ago. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, And I remember we bonded over kind of the mutual love of uh, screenplays and script writing back then. And actually, I believe at that time you were working in like independent film.
3: Yep. Yeah, worked in it for four years. Uh, good, I was years. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. What were you doing then? Uh, I was doing anything that I could get my hands on. I was trying to work towards directing, but what I eventually realized was that, you see, I I wanted to direct films like uh, I don't know, like the Lord of the Rings, right? And um, which is just funny, but uh, no, you you can't get there without doing so much other stuff first. And I wasn't I wasn't finding a lot of other stuff that I was interested and passionate about. And, uh, and I, I kind of wanted to get into uh, that sort of big, epic scale, fantasy, sci-fi filmmaking um, faster, right. and that's when I switched to writing. So I yeah. took I took scripts uh, that I'd been working on for a long time, translated them to uh, translated like them to yeah Books. novels, started publishing, and that really took off. It is yeah, you've done
1: really well. We're going to talk about that. It's fantastic. Yeah.
3: Um it is all still a long con to get back to directing because awesome. yeah, I want to <clears> walk <throat> into a pitch meeting one day and be like, okay, I've got this script that I wrote that is based off of a best-selling fantasy series that. I also wrote. Awesome. (laughs) Uh, So if you want to make this, uh, I'm directing. Yeah, I have no doubt you'll do it. It's
1: funny how your kind of path goes, because same thing, I was into writing, I love scripts, I love writing, you know, but now I do the podcast, because talking's just so much easier. (laughs) (laughs) It's also super fun, and people seem to like it. Totally. So we do the show here, but yeah, I remember that's when we first kind of bonded, and we also bonded over the mutual love of the Lord of the Rings, which is the topic of our discussion for this evening finally yeah this is our like 81st episode yeah so at the tony the movie guy podcast this is a well-known fact uh the lord of the rings films are my favorite movies of all time mm-hmm. hands down and miss money Yannis, and mine and garrett 100 so you're perfect for the show it's ridiculous that almost two years into the show yeah we're like dedicating an
3: episode to the Lord of the Rings. You were waiting for me.
1: Yes. You know what? That's the perfect excuse. He for was it. out
0: of state. We yeah, had to get out
1: of him state. back. You
3: I came wonder, in just for this. I wonder how much of my history with the Lord of the Rings movies you guys know. I didn't actually say anything in my emails or texts because I wanted to find well, out. Well, if you remember, you and I discussed that. So that's oh, kind of did. what okay, I want to talk about. Oh first.
0: no, you have to say. Oh, you and have and to say. this is going
1: to be a treat for Miss Money, because yes. yes. I watched a lot of those crazy videos oh, you did back in the day. You told me the stories, but. It's okay with you, Garrett. Oh, no. I want you to relive them for the podcast because I think it's gonna be so entertaining for everyone. So here's be- what we'll do. Oh boy. Well, first of all, I do want to put a spotlight on what you do. Because you're right. You you took you had these scripts and then you started writing and you've made it into the self sufficient, independent business that has yeah. really grown. You have number one Amazon book selling fantasy novels yeah. that you wrote and you and your wife have created this whole production. It's really impressive. So yeah. tell us about that. Tell us about your book series, kind of how that all took off. I'd love you to kind of share that with everyone and where people can find it as well.
3: Absolutely. So, uh, I have created a fantasy world called Underrealm, right? And this has been commented on by much smarter people than me, including Stephen King in his book on writing. But he basically said that, uh, the reason that so, so many people wrote fantasy after Tolkien was that they just didn't want it to end. They right. wanted right. Frodo's yeah. next adventure. They exactly. want and everybody uh Terry Goodkind, Terry Brooks, uh, you know, George R.R. Martin, all Brandon the Sanderson, mm-hmm. yeah. they all just Neil Gaiman. Want Neil Gaiman, yeah. <laughs> My favorite author. He's amazing. Uh, but they all just want more Lord of the Rings. Right. And that's uh, you know why a, a, a lot of epic fantasy is a very obviously influenced by Lord of the Rings. 100%. Even when when they try to say that they're not robert jordan <laughs> um but uh his books are fine um but uh so yeah so i uh, i created this world called Underrealm and i designed it from the ground up to essentially be a world that would never end so right now we've got three series out uh of of novels and those were all written by me but they are laying the groundwork for the world um at our publishing house which is called Legacy Books.
1: And that's yours. You created it, yes, right? Yes, we yeah. we own it. It's, it's, awesome. it's me and Megan. It's amazing.
3: Yeah, and uh so we we have three other authors signed and writing their novels right now. In fact, one of them is publishing very very soon. I don't have a date yet. I wish I did. I was actually trying really hard to get a, a like a pre-order a date set up before I came down on this trip, but that novel is going to be coming out soon and two other authors all doing the same thing and it's all happening in the same world, same timeline. There's characters. Two two of our uh, new authors are writing characters that I created that they're now taking off on their own adventures. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. It really
3: is cool. It's, it's fantastic. It, it, it's a lot of fun. So uh, the, the world is called Underrealm and uh, if you if you search that on Amazon, it's the only thing that comes up and you can also just go to our website, uh, underrealm.net and uh, you can actually get uh, the first book in the series for free there if you sign up for our email list, which we like to do for people because we we know that they're going to keep reading. Yeah, so you know?
1: heard it here, folks. Do that. Sign up for yeah, it. Absolutely. And so you've written, what, about a, a 11, dozen? Eleven. 11 yeah. In wow. the Underrealm series. Correct. That's awesome. Yeah. That's fantastic. And then you've even written a few other novels because as I said, I'm sorry, I'm going to say Oh, man. Hit girl. I remember you sent it to me like seven years <laughs> ago. It was a fun book. Yeah. I remember that. And then you even wrote like a, like a Rebel Yell. Rebel Yell. Well, yeah, I, which I, is I like super it, pretentious but, and literary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very literary. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, you know that's great though, man. It's no, awesome.
3: it, when I got started, I was uh, when I got started. The very first thing that I ever tried to write was Underrealm, actually, and it. I I started and it it, it was not good because right. I I had I I just my skills weren't there because it's, it um has a very particular style and I want it to. It's mm. it, it's important to me that it that it feels like you feel when you read the lord of the rings and i could not capture that feeling right so i took some other scripts that i'd been working on things that were much more uh much simpler uh the first one was like a contemporary quasi sci-fi thriller mm. about a girl who gets powers because um like a government agency experimented on her mm. but it all takes place in like three scenes in los angeles again it was meant to be like a low budget indie film. film right yeah, yeah. Um, so I started with that and then I wrote this sort of like assassin thriller novel. Then I wrote a couple of zombie comedies and then um, some young adult fantasy and then Yeah, didn't you write some books with a friend of ours? Zach. Zach, yeah. That's right. Oh yeah. you guys I remember you guys wrote some books. Uh so what his were those uh, called his author name is ZC Bolger, and that series is called the Realm Keeper series. That's uh, right. We still love that series. I'm actually going to be uh, staying with Zach starting tonight, and we're tinkering with book three. There you nice. go. It's yeah. a small world after We love Zach. He's best. the he's just the greatest person. Great yeah. buddy of ours. Yeah.
1: Okay, that's fantastic. Anything else you want to say about your work? Because I love that. I love what you're writing. Keep creating. Oh, yeah. hold on. Aren't you doing audiobooks? Yes. Isn't that the plan?
3: Yeah, Tell so those are that. just coming out as audiobooks now. Um, I'm narrating them. Um, I, was a, I was a voice talent in L.A., gosh, probably... 14 years ago uh yeah so back then i was doing a lot of documentary and commercial work but i was trying to get more actually the the same company that i was working for was producing a lot of fiction audiobooks and i wanted to be in those booths mm. very cool so i i worked on it a lot back then and then more recently i tried to actually get the audiobooks uh produced with another uh company um and and in fact we did there was a first version of my books that were put out in audiobook uh just the first three books in the series and i I just wasn't totally happy with the result. And okay. it, they're a really good company. They're really good guys. But you know how it is. You can be two really good people and you try to work together and it just doesn't work Sometimes out. you just don't mesh. You don't have right. the same vision. I get that totally. Yeah. Um, and then it was it was also becoming an issue because I write pretty fast. So I was accumulating more and more books that had a backlog of of not having an audiobook out and right. we were getting asked all the time do you have audiobooks and then we had people coming to us you know uh uh, uh blind people people who can't hold up a book and read it for hours on right. end because of various disabilities and i was like okay put a pause on the writing for a couple of months and so for for a couple of months now i've been recording books hardcore i've i've recorded eight out of the 11 books and um, uh, three of them have been released and another three are in editing right now. So we should have them all wrapped up by the end of august and they'll Great. be
1: available on amazon where audible we'll keep, okay everywhere, anywhere you can find audiobooks. absolutely
3: fantastic
1: yeah. awesome man well look i think it's fantastic what you created also Thank just you. seeing you create it completely independently was yeah. really inspiring and impressive from afar Aww. you absolutely. know what i mean so i really Aww. wanted to give you the opportunity to kind of put a spotlight on it and talk about it have you talked about it enough uh sure yes <laughs> okay good because we have a lot to talk about in regards to lord of the rings yes okay and before we even deep dive into the films themselves yeah you, this is gonna be a treat for you miss money Annie. so this guy's crazy has, oh i know he and he has some real crazy <laughs> adventures and stories and i'm gonna give it over to you but uh you told me a lot and there were even, you even had like these video blogs or something, but yeah. he went on a mission to try and be in the Lord of the Rings films. No, and the he,
3: Hobbit films. The Hobbit films. Oh, the films. Hobbit films.
1: Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. Lord of the right, Rings was cause already Lord of the Rings was yeah. already over. Right. Okay. That's right. Because they were in the mid 2000s, of right. course. Yeah. So you went on a whole mission. That's right. So the Hobbit films came out like, 2012, uh, years 2013, ago? no, five years no ago? like five, five years, six years, ago. years ago. Yeah, Battle of uh, yeah. the Five Armies. I think it was,
3: I think it was, I think it was, uh, think it was uh, 12, 13, 14. Yeah, if right. And then right. you yeah. even
1: went to New Zealand. So yeah. over to you. I want you to tell the listeners and Miss Money oh Money all about this. it. It's pretty so, crazy.
3: So establishing my credentials. I, uh, <laughs> He's nuts. My, my dad gave me, I, I found The Hobbit at school when I was 10. Came home, told my dad, I read this book called The Hobbit. I really liked it. And he just looked at me. Like you, you did because my dad was the biggest Tolkien nerd I knew. Right. Oh, wow! So my th- dad, too. Yeah, one of my earliest, my, my memories. mom, too. Yeah, one of my Absolutely. earliest memories
1: is me like five years old and my dad reading me out loud wow. The Hobbit and The Lord of
3: the Rings. Yeah. Oh, wow, back to you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so, so he gave me a single volume hardcover edition of Lord of the Rings when I was 11. I read it immediately and I've read it every single year since then. So wow. what, that's like 20, 20 some yeah, odd times You got me now. beat. I've wow. done Lord <laughs> of the Rings maybe
1: five times. The Hobbit oh. I've done maybe 20 times.
3: Right. Sorry, only I mean, twice. <laughs> well, it's 1,200
1: pages <laughs> as opposed to 310 yeah. pages. So it's a big difference, okay?
3: Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, three movies and three movies. That, <laughs> I know, we're, d- we're going to talk about, about that. Rings. We're going to get there. We'll, we'll throw in The Hobbit we'll as well. Hobbit, yeah. <laughs> so um So then the movies start coming out. And my dad and I are both like they they can't right. do this right, right? Can that's the, they? What,
0: I think that's what we all thought. Right? like, they can't do this. Oh, yeah. well, it
3: came out of nowhere. No
1: yeah. one really knew how good it would be. Yeah, and then I'm you quick, see the first trailer,
3: yeah. and you're like, "Wait are are they gonna are they gonna do this?" Yeah. Quick side cut.
1: Are yeah. you a fan of Ralph Bashki's Lord of the Rings? It's only one and a half oh, of the books. The the, 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 the one uh, the from the animated? late seventies.
3: Uh, I own it. I, I actually I'll tell like you it. What. I'll tell you what. I've seen I've seen clips and bits and pieces. Okay, and it seemed. Line, One day not, yeah. you should watch it, and okay. I'll tell you why. I
1: rewatched it last year, and it's crazy how much of an inspiration it was to Peter Jackson. Really? there are so many sequences from that taken. I mean, obviously, they're from the books as sure, well. Yeah, of course. But visuals yeah. that are right in the original films that blew
3: me away. I That's was actually like, great. wow, I didn't realize that. Oh, I totally want to watch yeah, it. Yeah, man. So, so, we're, so we, we went and we saw the movie. And I remember sitting in that theater, and my mouth was hanging do, open. Yeah. Yeah. The Fellowship this the, entire is time. Obviously the, the Fellowship one, yeah. of the Ring. And yeah. it
1: blew the whole world away.
3: Yeah, and I was yeah. 14 at the time, and we walked out of the theater, and my dad and I stopped in the lobby of the movie theater, and he looked at me, and he was like, "Do, do you want to go see it again?" <laughs> and I did. And oh we were like, we, we were crazy. So I saw the Fellowship of the Ring. 36 times in theaters. Are you serious? No. Okay, I didn't yes, know that. 100%. Now, I saw it three times. In the no, episode. I saw just, it three times, yeah. And, and just for the record, I mean, where we we were living in Florida at the time, and uh, and in Florida at that time, movie tickets were like seven bucks, not right. like 16 like they right. are today. So I just, I do feel the need to clarify but still, that. still 36 times. That's wow. very specific. kept going <laughs> over and over I mean, and I you were going again. like every week. Or I got it. Couple Multiple times every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was crazy. It, it, it blew blew me away. Yeah. It blew me away. Absolutely, Absolutely incredible. So then, of course, we were just as upset. I didn't see the uh, two and three that many times in theaters. I was, you know, approaching the end of high school. And, yeah. you know, my dad, you know, I guess just that was one magical time when he could, like, go see a movie 36 times in the movie theaters. And a three-hour movie, let's not forget. Right. But uh, So I was obsessed. And then the extended editions came out. And we would watch them over and over until the, the DVDs the and DVD later the Blu-rays. The DVD versions Rays. are
1: still the best versions. They're yeah. better
3: than the Blu-rays. Yeah, absolutely. The original,
1: number one, aesthetically, they're gorgeous. Yeah. All those appendix, oh, there's yeah. like 27 discs. Have you watched all of them? Every Me single too. one. Me too. If, wow. When times. I lend them to you, Miss Money any, that that DVD packaging it's still the best packaging because they've re-released it about five times. Uh-huh. It has about twenty discs. Yeah, with all the behind the scenes, all the I've diaries, seen some journals. Of it, but not all of it's it.
3: Incredible. Yeah. It's gorgeous, yeah. and I they they are the only thing um, aside from a lamp on my bedside table. Yeah. Like I don't have books there. I have those DVDs there wow. because they're, they're like, masterpieces. They're so incredible, and
1: right. the extended editions are so just incredible. they're perfect. They're the best versions of an extended edition
3: i've ever watched or right seen. and uh so i i'm watching those i'm watching the behind the scenes and that was actually what helped me transition from because as a as a uh teenager i wanted to be a writer right and then those movies made me want to be a filmmaker right. and is what launched me into working in a sound studio and then working on a documentary shoot team and then trying to work in the independent film industry for years and years and people forget this back then fantasy wasn't a big at box all. office no. hit or no.
1: sensation it wasn't guaranteed at all no. right those films that peter jackson did changed the landscape for fantasy it did. yeah yeah it, it's 100%. incredible
3: it's it's yeah. uh, the, the, i i mean not even just to me personally but how important those films are oh. to society culture and filmmaking in particular i still don't think people are i i don't I don't think it's at all outlandish to trace a direct line from the Lord of the Rings films and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. Like something that is bigger than one film and something that you are already planning two films ahead, even while you're working exactly. on a movie right now.
1: And that said, I love the Marvel Cinematic Universe films. I do, but they're just in a whole different oh, board yeah. game no, to me. Completely. Lord of the Rings yeah. are true epic masterpieces yeah. in every field of entertainment are right. incredible
3: 100 and you so, forget
1: like i when those original films came out i felt like that's all i was talking about with my friends especially it was. the original it was trilogy. that was it yeah. it's all i was talking about. and everyone
0: yeah. was rereading the books that yep. when Lost. they came out yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you actually reread the books because i did oh and i did I, yeah. I, look i won't lie and you might beat me up for this Garrett. i reread the books I enjoyed the movies more. A lot of people did. Yeah.
3: Yeah, a lot of people
1: did. Because the books have all the poetry, the music, and don't get me wrong, I love the books, but I reread them when the films came out and I was like, these are awesome, but man, those films you can watch over and over and over.
3: Yeah, I'm still a book snob, let's be clear, but that being said... You're a writer. (laughs) You're an author. exactly. But that being said... I've watched the movies more than I've right. read the book. Right, exactly. You know? Right. Um, so uh, and and it, it, it's funny. You you might hear me and, and like think I'm slipping up, but I really do think of it as one book and one movie. Right. Like I, it, it's impossible. Oh, I actually you know? completely agree. The Lord with you. of the Rings. Exactly. That's why whenever
0: he asks me which is my favorite, uh-huh. I I'm like I can't. Yeah, no. she has a because hard time because it's with one him. story to exactly. me, and each. Within each yeah. have incredible sequences. Absolutely. So Phenomenal. I can't right. really answer that question.
3: Hundred percent. I'm right there with you. So then 2010 rolls around. My life looks a lot different than it did uh, when I was a teenager. But we man now. I was a a, wee I'm a wee man. man and uh, and but one thing that has not changed is how much I love those movies and how much I love Lord of the Rings and Tolkien in general. And then I find out that they are making the Hobbit movies and they're making them in New Zealand. Now, it's when they were
1: supposed to be uh, Del Toro, first of all, for years, it? yeah, years.
3: and it was it was totally stalled and bogged down in production. I was like, this might never get off the ground, right. and then all of a sudden. It's Peter Jackson back in the saddle, right? And they are making them. They're 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 green lit, and they have a shoot date, right? And they had cast Martin Freeman as mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Bilbo Baggins, uh, and uh, and you know we were starting to hear the initial rumbles of okay, it's going to be two movies, and Legolas is going to make a cameo. Just right. he's he's not even going to say anything. He's just going to be in the background, right. which is uh, story appropriate. He hmm. would have been when they when they went to the you know right. Merkwood oh, yeah. and the What's King's time appropriate. Would have sure. totally made sense. Not what ended up happening, but um, <laughs> so then I just said, if I if I could have when I was fourteen, I would have dropped everything and flown around the world and tried my damnedest to get on the Lord of the Rings movies. Uh, I couldn't because I was fourteen, but now I'm twenty four, and uh, and I, I I talked to my wife and I said, this is what I want to do. By the way, this is amazing that she supported
1: you with everything you're about to say that unfolded <laughs> we need to do
3: we need to do another podcast episode if we want to have enough time to talk about all of the reasons that my wife is incredible. the things uh, that awesome. she oh my yeah. gosh well yeah. okay she's badass just as a quick anecdote just so that everybody else knows like uh, just a small sample when i came home from work one day this was this was a few years later and i'd been i'd been laid off and i was like oh my god i i don't i i, I had no solution and i Parked myself at a Starbucks trying to think for two hours and I had nothing. And then I come home and I'm like, sweetie, I've been laid off and I, I don't know what to do. And she said, I think you should try writing full time. That was wow. her idea, and wow. that was when I started writing, and that was when I built the. Hit, you are the, the a lucky man. That's awesome. Oh my God, Megan! Let me all tell men you, men salute you. Yes, she's what she's,
0: a supportive partner. That's I know.
3: I, I mean, I just it it boggles my mind. Right, so this is the team Megan podcast. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's you were thing. saying? Yeah. But that's so wonderful. I was saying. So she said, um, uh, "Then go." And so she stayed here and uh, she sent me to New Zealand. And I got an apartment and I was in Wellington and I was visiting Weta Workshops and the production house every day, dropping off my resume if they hadn't seen it already, being like, hey, when are you guys hiring? And I met a bunch of the people down there. Um, I was down there for a about two months, maybe a month and a half. And to be specific, what were you trying to do? Get in the film? No, 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 no. Not be as an actor. Part of the film, yeah. Like production assistant. Okay, good. You, you know? just wanted to be part, yeah. of, part of the history, cycle. part of maybe yeah, yeah. Yeah. part of the thing. Find out. Who's catering the set? Right. I'll, I'll, I'll. You'll do anything. Yeah, I'll yeah, do grab slot the buckets. coffee. I don't care. Absolutely, literally. It's actually anything. not crazy at all what you no, did. You just like
1: went for your dream. It's awesome. Yeah, all the right, craziness on, is
3: just the fourteen-hour flight. That's <laughs> that was brutal Hell both yeah. times. They are. But. uh brutal. So I'm 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 down there. I'm making friends. I met a bunch of people at the at the at Weta and at the studio, and they're all so cool. And I'm actually still connected with some of them on Facebook. And uh, I I started my first YouTube channel ever, and I made this is why I remember started watching. Yeah. Yeah. So and it was just a channel called I Should Work on the Hobbit, and that was what every video was about. And it was it was an attempt to be humorous in explaining why I was epically qualified to work on these films. Um, and uh, of course, like qualified in a, in it qualified in a sense that I had film experience and I knew Tolkien better than anybody. I, I, I there was nobody, and I was not expecting to be even a cameraman. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's not what I'm looking right. for. But you it's you just, created on it. You made it fun. Exactly. Game. Yeah. And, uh, and so I made 10 videos, uh, and, uh, the 10th one, uh, the 10th one was gosh, I, I think it was when I met a guy and he was a Lord of the Rings tour guide in Wellington and he found my videos and he reached out to me and he said, do you want a tour of like Hobbiton and all the places where they filmed the Lord of the Rings sets? And so I went and I made that YouTube video. Um, and then I remember that it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, two years later they were having the, uh, they were having the premiere. So I, uh, I, I, You know, know that the premiere is happening. And a friend reaches out to me. Actually, funnily enough, the friend that I'm staying with in Anaheim right now. But anyway, he reaches out to me and he's like, dude, do you want to just go down there for the premiere? And I'm like, ah. Okay, sure. <laughs> so we fly down, and I I uh, go, and I'm back in Wellington. By the way, Wellington, honestly, my favorite city on the entire world. That's wow. awesome. One That's cool. day, one day, I want to retire there.
0: New Zealand is like my next place. Just so you know, it's, I cannot wait. The wish one to go.
3: destination yeah. on my list, yeah. because of the Lord of the Rings movies, yeah. that I want to go to yeah. so badly. But I, I I you know your experience might be different, but my. Love for it started that way and it extended into the country and the people itself. It is, it, oh, you, it really you went there. Is, yeah, you yeah. met them. You oh, you're it. not
0: the only one. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I can't wait. Anyway,
3: yeah. it's, it's fantastic. So, anyway, so we go down there and I'm back in the city and I'm back at like, you know, all my favorite haunts and everything. And, uh, in the in the three days leading up to the premiere, they had a big central park showing of each of the three extended edition Lord of the Rings films. Oh, so cool. cool. So we go and we watch the Fellowship of the Ring and it's fantastic. It's great. We go on the second day and we're heading towards the park where the screening's happening, and we see people in costumes walking the opposite direction. And we're like, what hmm. what are they doing? Right. Why If they're going for the, sc- the screenings that way, where, so we we go over to them and we're like, where where where, where are you going? <laughs> and they're like, well, there's a there's a fan party at this hotel a few blocks away. And I'm like, just, a, just like, okay, so cool. Let's just like a fan party. And they're like, yeah, well, we rented out a hotel bar. And there's probably going to be like a thousand people there. And you know, there's a bar and everything like that. And I'm like, all these things sound good. So. <laughs> You know, uh, I I weighed the options of going to the park or going to the thing. And I was like, well, but, you know, the thousand people who know about and are going to the fan party are probably going to be even better than the people in the park. You know, just in terms right. of like hanging out and like talking totally. about your nerddom. Because then you don't get the random people who are just walking by the park. It's more and intimate. Like, yeah. mm, right, exactly. And a bar. And a bar. <laughs> I mean, listen, you know, I I, I, I like to have fun. So we go and uh, we find out at the door that there is a hundred and twenty five dollar cover charge. Oh god, you didn't know that? No, we didn't know that. That's a cover charge. Yeah. So we were like, okay, fine, sure, here you. I mean, we've walked this far; we may as well go through with it. And we immediately, like, no regrets. I actually walked in and ran into a group of a half dozen friends that I had made on my first trip to New Zealand, amazing. who I hadn't gotten to see yet while I was down oh, that's there. That's awesome! So cool, including the tour guide who had toured me around and everything. It was just—it was amazing. So we're in there, we're hanging out at the party. It's all cool. It's just a bunch of fans geeking out about how much they love it. And then everybody shows up. Right from the films, everybody no. peter jackson richard <gasps> taylor elijah wood andy circus all so the now.
1: dwarves best 125 bucks you ever <laughs> paid oh my <laughs> friend
3: my god and they, they all just come up. They oh my gosh. all come up they 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 come they they give a quick speech on stage peter gives a quick uh, speech on stage while everybody else is standing there no and way. then they just go into the crowd and they shake hands and they take hugs and they talk to you. It's just, no way. it's all of them just awesome. hanging out with us. I'm uh, shitting myself. Yeah. So, and, and then there was there was one more punctuation point on it at the not even at the end of the night. But I go and I make my rounds. I have pictures with Peter Jackson and Andy Circus and Elijah Wood and hey, you everybody. Yeah, met them all, right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm just I'm vibrating. I'm shaking. And I I say to my friend I. I need, I need to go have a cigarette. And he's <laughs> like, yeah, you, it looks like you do. Like, go, you know. He's he's not as big of a nerd as me, and he also doesn't smoke. So he's like, yeah, go, go, go take care of yourself. By the way, hats off to him for going with you. Oh, my right? God. <laughs> oh, my God. One of my best friends. So I go all the way down to the bottom floor, and I step out in front of the hotel, and I light a cigarette, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And behind me, somebody goes, hey, man, do you have a smoke? And I'm like, "Why? yeah, sure, I." Hello, Elijah Wood. <laughs> it's Elijah Wood. He's oh coming out to God. have a smoke, and he bums a smoke for me. And I was, uh, my brain was in panic mode. Actually, Frodo. when I turned, right. Well, here's the thing. When I turned around and saw him, I actually didn't say anything. Did you say Frodo? No, I didn't. And I was like, okay, what do I say? What do I say? What do I say? And I was actually watching very avidly at this time, this weird little show he was on called Wilfred. I've seen I, it. I, I, I love Wilfred, Wilfred. I love Wilfred. Yeah. And that's what I said. I said, hey, by the way, I love Wilfred. That's based on an Australian show as well that got remade. Yeah. yeah. And he you could actually see the the gears in his head roll like totally normal and then he like seize up and hitch up and run backwards because he goes, Oh, thanks. Wait. Really, Wilfred? Like, <laughs> he's been so hearing cute. about Lord of the Rings right, all a night decade. and for a, and for a decade. Yeah, yeah, and and we talked about Wilfred for like fifteen minutes. Like, That's here he's amazing. a really down to earth guy. Oh, as he's well. lovely. The yeah. greatest.
0: I I only say that I didn't meet him the way you did, but a quick anecdote: I was on a late night show with Chris Hardwick, and he was a guest. Oh wow! And me and my friend Serena were right up front, like almost facing him, and Uh when the cameras went down, he started chatting to the fans. Serena wore her Hobbiton t-shirt. He immediately sees it and goes, you went? She's like, yeah, and they start talking. I'm like, I'm just staring. Ah, He was so so nice. He's so So nice. And
3: just for the record, every single one of them, there was not like... Oh, my God. They were all gracious. Let right? me just say, when Andy Circus gives you a hug, you know you've been <laughs> hugged. Right. You feel that hug that's to the depth awesome. of your soul. I love soul. that dude. Yeah. Oh, God, he's amazing. So cool. So that's my craziness with The Lord of the Rings. And that's, that's amazing.
1: A, I mean, that's a happy ending. That is yes. a happy ending. Yes. I mean, I mean come on. Did you ever expect that you would get all that out of it? Not even. And look, yeah. years later, look at those memories. Look at those stories. I mean, you're going to take those...
3: For the rest of my life. For the life. rest
1: of your life. Yeah. You That's deserve
0: fantastic. that 100%. <laughs> oh, so <thank> well <laughs> done for your persistence. <laughs> it's actually one of those perfect stories. That should actually be a movie. Because here's the thing. When you go searching for your dreams and that kind of thing, things don't always go right immediately. Yeah. And you have to persist and you have to go and you have to push. So well done. Yeah, thank Amen. you. Amen.
1: All right, guys. Well, look, are we ready to actually talk about the films Let's now? do yes. it. Oh, yes. my God. So cuz look I want to talk about Lord of the Rings we should talk about Hobbit we you know we should talk about a few other things you know th- we're celebrating Tolkien yeah. we're celebrating th- the Lord of the Rings now look here's the thing cuz th- there's a number of films here so that yeah. trilogy mm-hmm. when we talk about our favorite movies of all time I think we are all in agreement we're talking about the trilogy Correct. Yes. Peter Jackson's trilogy it, it, it's, yeah. it's unsurpassed it's an m- absolute Absolutely. masterpiece I mean 11 Oscar wins all well deserved yeah um and yeah i mean i can i watch i look you've got me beat but <laughs> i watch the extended versions probably twice a year yeah you know probably twice a year and yeah. i have since they came out right you know um yeah 36 me and the kids just did the an extended edition Damn. watch
3: it was mm-hmm. really great it was fantastic yeah. that was their first time seeing do them. they love it oh they love oh, that's it. nice Good. desmond is not quite there he's five years old But like, oh, my God. It's a little bit scary. I mean, to me, for
0: a five... I mean, when I was five, that would have been scary.
3: Yeah, but all three of them love Gandalf so much. They're just (laughs) like, Gandalf! You know, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, good. So the Lord of the Rings books,
1: I mean, these are three different books. But you're right. It's one complete story. It's like 1,200 pages or something. Yeah. So as a trilogy... Made into three films, it works perfectly for the Lord of the Rings. So it's you've wonderful. got the Fellowship of the Ring, the Two Towers, and the Return of the King. Right. Um, so I get for you, Miss Annie, and she's right. She said this a lot before. They kind of all blend together. Right. For me, it's weird. Like the first one, Fellowship of the Ring, for mm-hmm. a long time was absolutely my favorite. Okay. Then it was Return of the King okay. forever. Then my appreciation for the two towers went mm. way, way up. I do yeah. love and it. And now I'm back to the Fellowship of the Ring.
3: Again. <laughs> for you, like, how do
1: you fall in that? area gary
3: in terms of each of the three movies couldn't possibly okay and and for a lot of things for you too yeah for a lot of things i can like i can easily say that um that i actually and and this is this is different from a lot of people but i actually like a new hope better than empire strikes back like a new hope is my favorite and i love that one too of course everyone does but like but and i i'm a person who can pick favorites Mm. i i don't ever you know, wiffle waffle, and be like, oh well, I can't choose. No, I can choose. Right. But on Lord of the Rings, it's it it, it is impossible for it's me to story, view it as yeah. as not one piece. Yeah. What is
1: crazy is. I mean I've literally watched them a hundred times and they never get old. Never. never. Yeah. I just
0: rewatched Fellowship
3: I, yeah. couple a couple of mess. days ago. I'm
1: a sobbing total mess. Oh yeah.
3: I'm a big crier too. So oh, I'm just Me woo. too. I don't cry unless I watch movies. Now and here's then an interesting thing. And my eyes are just watering. And an you interesting... know yeah. sorry, go no, ahead. No, oh, you go. Well I was gonna say, uh, you I don't know if you remember this from the behind the scenes. It was supposed to be two movies. Yeah. Peter I Jackson was I did know pitching that. two movies. Yes. Yeah. And the producer, the person who is responsible for containing the budget, is the one who said, you can't possibly do this as two movies. You have to do three. Right. And Peter, And oh, my
1: yeah. God, what oh. a different world oh we gosh. would have. Yeah. And again, I mean, oh. The Return of the King, this is the only fantasy movie that's made a billion dollars. Right. You know, again, when Return of the King made a billion dollars, that was groundbreaking at that time. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we, it's so quick for us to forget that right. back in the day... I think the only other film that had made a billion dollars was uh, okay. Jurassic Park and Titanic. Oh, really? Yeah. Jurassic Park. Oh, well, I think I so. Oh, that or maybe that Jurassic didn't Park. even maybe it didn't even cross a billion. Yeah. You know, I think it was it close <laughs> to. But <laughs> yeah. um, and maybe and Titanic, but yeah. like literally, there were like two maybe. Yeah. Right. You know, so it was it was absolutely groundbreaking. Yeah. Okay, so Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. Um, I mean, one thing that really stands out for me about the first film. Was the introduction to the characters absolutely? Because that cast yeah. is perfect in every way. By the you end
0: know? of that film, you love every all of them. them, everyone. Yeah. By the
1: end of the first film, yeah. right? You're fully invested, and the way that movie ends with you know Frodo and Sam staring out at Mount Doom, yeah. you're it. like, stop <laughs> it! You're on that journey oh, with you're them.
0: Like, more right now, I need more so right yeah. at this moment. I mean,
1: Elijah Wood as Frodo. Perfectly cast. Just yeah. perfectly cast. Sean Austin as Sam, who outside of Aragon became like my favorite character, especially by the third film. Yeah. Um, and then freaking dreamy Vigo Mortensen. Uh, this yeah. made him a star. And he wasn't even supposed to be Strider or Aragon. It was uh, yeah. a British actor yeah. called Stuart Townsend and Peter Jackson like kicked off like what two months. Oh, is only a day first day? Oh, end okay. of the
3: first day, he goes to his people and he's like he doesn't have it. Yeah. He doesn't have it, guys. And unfortunately he was right. Yeah. Well, fortunately for us. Fortunately yeah. for all of us, unfortunately for you know, Mr. But, I mean
1: Vigo yeah. as Aragon. I mean, I now love Vigo Mortensen anyway,
3: but, but as Aragon. Oh, but let's all acknowledge that the best portrayal in all three films Gandalf. Gandalf.
2: Yeah, of
1: course. Ian oh. McKellen.
3: Don't worry, I was saving
1: Gandalf for last. Oh, I totally <laughs> yeah, interrupted yeah, yeah. your oh, show. No, 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 no. That's okay. Okay, so look, when I read the books, yeah. the character that just jumped out of the pages yeah. was Gandalf. Of I mean, Gandalf was incredible. And I am a fan of the uh, Ralph Baschke version of Lord of the Rings. Right. And Gandalf stood out there. He he's just incredible. And uh, dare I say Ian McKellen blew them all away. The Absolutely. He in
3: personified Gandalf, yeah. just so beautifully. You yeah, know? Oh, loved it. He's absolutely perfect, and yeah. um, and it's funny that um, one one thing that to a degree I've avoided in my books is that wizened old wizard. Right. Is is like because everybody, yeah. everybody
1: has a Gandalf, Dumbledore. and none of them are as good as right. Gandalf. Right. Exactly. And Dumbledore's great, but he ain't no he ain't Gandalf. No Gandalf. Right, exactly. And I love. Dumbledore, yeah. of course. I mean, yeah, no Gandalf.
3: yeah, and uh, and and I finally got one character who's not a wizard but is a wise old man who advises. There you go. And he's not. He's not. It, it's a very very different role. But in the audiobooks, I actually just did my best Gandalf. That's I just awesome. I just straight up did the voice, and I was like, oh, this is so great. Okay, there's one speech for me that oh, is the okay. best That's Gandalf Heret. ever. It is. Uh, I don't re- remember it off the top. Oh, of no, my head. Oh no, whatever you remember, yeah, to just tell me what it is. It's when. Pippin thinks they're going to die. Oh, right, right. In the third movie. Yeah. And the trolls are breaking down the door, and he says, I didn't think it would end like this. And Gandalf says, End? No, the journey doesn't end here. And then he gives that whole speech that about you good, sail then. west yeah, across the sea very and the curtains part in the... F- okay, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> What's the
1: phrase about you do what you do with the time that you have?
3: Oh. Uh, Gandalf has so the many... The time that's,
0: that's in Fellowship of the Ring. The time that's given to You shall not us.
3: pass! <laughs> So it's what I. we do with and so the time. so do all who live to see such times. But that is not for them to decide. Right. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that is given to us. That, that was is really good. good. I have heard more of Ian McKellen's voice good. than anything else in my life.
1: <laughs> but you're right. I mean, actually, he has so many, not just incredible speeches, but he speaks sooth. Like there are there are um, quotes from those films from Gandalf that are like testaments to life. Yeah, they're incredible because again that those books he wrote, uh, Tolkien wrote during the war or around the war. So it's a lot about the battle between good and evil. There's a lot of themes that really are quite impactful in them. Yeah. Anyway, Gandalf is the OG, absolutely. What did you want to say? All I wanted to
0: add is to me, when I watched the films, because the way I read it was this cocky playful oh yeah super wise man (laughs) Uh and the way he embodied the playfulness and the twinkle yeah this twinkle i'm talking about you know what i mean like the twinkle in his eye he knows his
1: laugh and and giggle smile (laughs) at the
0: beginning when he enters hobbiton and it's you know the kids and the fireworks and all those little bits (laughs) that entire intro to gandalf gives you right away who he is Yeah. yeah and I was just mesmerized. Perfect. he
1: was absolutely perfect, and then Marion Pippin. Oh. Yeah. I mean they nailed Marion yeah. Pippin nailed absolutely loved them because again, when I read the books, I liked them, but they were auxiliary characters was right. in the films I again, I don't know if you agree, but no, like they were, oh, they were full fleshed, full-blooded I mean. Every character was pitch perfect. Even yeah. Gimli and, and Legolas, and Legolas yeah. were fantastic. Yeah. I mean Legolas was just the coolest elf in the world and of in course. The world. All the eye candy for the girls, but <laughs> yeah. he was he was
0: just no, but he was, so cool. He was beautiful. He wasn't like Vigo was like the strapping hot right.
3: character. But... I mean, let's face it. Vigo yeah. was for the moms and Legolas was for the teenagers. Correct. Like that. Vigo was for yeah. me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean quite man. a few of them were for me. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen Billy Boyd in a kilt? My God. <laughs> that's
0: funny. And then, oh. of course, Sam.
3: Oh. Uh, Sean Austin, as yeah. I said,
0: I mean, well, oh. again, it took the,
1: the trilogy for him to grow on me by. I mean, I, I loved him, but by Return of the King,
3: I was like, holy shit. I, then you realize it's all down to Sam. Sam's the one who saves the day. Yeah. And I, 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 I want you to think about something. You're Peter Jackson and, the, and his whole team and you're casting these films. Whoever you choose as Sam is the person you are entrusting. With the final, the final words. lines of yeah. the book of yeah. the book and the movie. That's right. Yeah. That's and the it. movie. That's it. That the, you, Sam, comes, sits down, his kids are on his lap, and he says, "Well, I'm back, and that's it." The level of trust that they had to have yeah. in Sean Astin, you know, which I mean, of course, he turned out to be worth it you wouldn't but necessarily know right. and you wouldn't yeah. have thought elijah uh, elijah wood would no. be frodo and yeah. then and then and then they just i mean you know it, it's been said often and especially in recent times with marvel but like casting directors are the hidden heroes of hollywood 100 oh, yeah. you know? and in lord of the rings they nailed it. Yes. Yeah. What's the
1: other line? Oh my god, now I'm just thinking of the lines from uh Samwise, you know, I can't carry the ring. I can't, can't I carry, carry, him, carry Mr. Frodo, <laughs>
3: yeah. but I can carry you. Oh
1: my yeah. god. Don't you leave him
0: Samwise Gamgee, oh. yeah. And I don't mean to.
1: Oh. And he just
0: starts oh, crying.
3: That is one of the I fold
1: my eyes. But that is one of the most, <laughs> of the most intimate Ooh. like okay yeah, bromances yeah. that it is. is genuinely true love and there's nothing weird about it no yeah. it's just it's so just pure. they love each other yeah. Yeah. Oh, i love it i mean we're skipping all over the place but i don't care it's amazing no but
0: that we've talked about that a lot that that bromance and their their chemistry on yeah. screen is beyond a lot of you know, love romances, ca- romances yeah. in other we've movies. Done, we've done duos as yeah. a podcast,
3: right. and
1: Sam and they Frodo are are always right at the top, absolutely. But again, it kind of makes sense to spend more time on fellowship because yeah. it introduces the characters exactly. Yeah. It sets up the, the the whole game. It sets up everything, the stakes, everything that's happened, and even other characters like Galadriel, Cate right. Blanchett, just you know, pitch perfect. Scary? There's so many, yeah. But there's so many. Other minor characters: yeah. uh, Hugo Weaving, he's yeah. uh, Elrond. Elrond, yeah. yeah. I mean, it just it goes Gimli. on. Gimli, oh, little Gimli. Sean Bean. Uh, oh my God, he's fantastic. Oh Boromir, even... oh. so good. right. Oh, my my God, that scene when he dies, I would have followed you, (laughs) my king, my my friend. Uh, He
0: gets shot like, you know, 15 times or something. Three. Before he goes, no, it's more than three. Huge
1: arrows. He goes, (laughs) goes, no, 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 no. We're geeks. Uh, No, four. four, Was it four? I think it's four. But, like, I'll I'll handshake. I just watched it. Okay. (laughs) It's three. I want to say four. (laughs) Three of those huge ones. Okay.
3: Yeah.
0: But anyway, he just gets down on (laughs) his knees.
3: No, you got me all. Yeah, Yeah. totally.
1: Oh, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. It was so heroic. Um, so good. Yeah, I mean, so that first film just set up this world. Uh, I mean, all kudos to Peter Jackson as well cuz the direction was just unlike Lawless. anything you yeah. had ever seen before. Yeah. The the sequence yeah, again spoilers, but come on, the film's been <laughs> out for 15 years.
3: <laughs>
1: you know when you have a death that's so effective and you know it's not a real death cuz you've read but the you book But you still blow your eyes out? When after you shall not pass, when he falls down with the uh, the Balrog, oh, with yes. the Balrog. Um, And he says, run, no, fly, you fools. No, he says, run, you fools. No, it's fly. It's fly. It is fly? Yeah. It's it's so... I thought it was run. No, it's fly, you fools. Yeah. And with the music and they're all broken down. And then when Aragorn goes to Frodo Mm -hmm. and he's just got that
3: single tear and he turns to the side. Yeah. And he's being heartless
0: about it because he needs them to go on.
3: So now here's here's a thing uh, from a filmmaking and themes perspective, okay? In the book... Gandalf doesn't hang on the edge for a second and say, fly, you fools. He falls. And as he's falling, he says, fly, you fools. Now, you look at the movies and he's hanging on. Theoretically, they could go grab him. Yeah, exactly. Why doesn't he do that? Right. It's a very simple explanation. They've already said in the movies with regards to the ring, we can't just bury it and wait for someone to figure it out later. And he can't just leave the Balrog because if the Balrog right. falls, it's not going to die. And thousands that of years—that was my later, understanding. Right, it's going to come He has to take care of the Balrog. He's yeah. like, right, I can't just cast it into the chasm. I have to go kill it. Otherwise, right. it's just going to be somebody else's job, and I'm not going to be here anymore. Right, you know, yeah. which I just think is such a beautiful. Small change from the books that you wouldn't even have to think about, but Mm -hmm. brilliant. But oh, but
1: also, and this is an interesting thing because actually, he kind of does die, he's reborn, right? Because he's Gandalf the gray and he comes back as Gandalf the white, right? Which you kind of forget, so he is kind of reborn, yeah. But anyway, okay, so the first. First movie, absolute masterpiece. Oh, Saramoon. I mean freaking Saramoon, Moon. Christopher Lee. Yeah. You know, who is also in the Star Wars films as Count, Count Dooku. Dooku. Yeah. Not as memorable a part, but yeah. nailed it as Moon. People still love him. Yeah, yeah. oh, absolutely.
0: Um yeah, and uh, uh, oh
1: and the Urukai. Oh. They are so, so terrifying. Good. When oh, I was
0: rewatching God. that still just as terrifying yeah they're the fighting they're, that it, the music mm-hmm. when they're running through the forest mm-hmm. to, tr- to track them down yeah. I had never oh seen shots like that before those yeah. widescreen
1: shots when amazing. they're chasing them through the forest and yeah. they're, they're on the boats I just never seen anything like that it was so, so, so yeah. visually and you're
0: stunning. terrified you're like yeah. oh my god they're gonna get them and yeah. props
3: to those stuntmen too because the stuff <sighs> that they had to do in like 50 pounds of latex makeup uh-huh. and then all the additional makeup in the sun while they're swinging these big swords of Mortensen and everything. And oh my god, all the times that Vigo Mortensen almost died on that set. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Holy crap. Yeah. Oh, oh my, gosh. my gosh. When you have 200 hours
1: and two weeks you can take off, you should take those DVDs and you should watch.
0: Oh, I'm gonna watch all, all of All of the discs.
1: Yeah. yeah. All of the journals, all of the some of them are so touching and so fascinating and yeah. you, you, you're there with them because, remember, they were there for, what, two years, three years? Uh, two and a half, yeah. Right. Two and a half years. You know, as like a family. They, yeah. I
0: think it was more than that, no? I think it was, it was
3: two, and, two and, and a half years and then, yeah. and then they, came back, they came back for reshoots oh, okay. like a year later. They all oh, got okay. tattoos, yeah. I mean... Yeah, it, was, it, it absolutely crazy. Can I tell you my favorite Vigo moment? Of tell course. me. You know the fight against Lurch at the end of the first film, which is the big. Damn archive. it! You stole it. Yep. That scene is so raw. Scene. It's yours. Go so, for it. So, so, but this is a Vigo moment, not an Aragorn moment. So they're fighting, and uh, there's the moment where uh, Lurch throws the dagger at him. Yeah. Yes. Not the shield, but the dagger. Yep. And, With the sword. And so he he throws it, and the way that they were filming it, they were like the daggers the daggers we're going to CGI the dagger. So just act like you throw the dagger and then we'll CGI the dagger in. His latex makeup got like his hand all sweaty and he threw a full tank, not a stunt dagger, a full tang steel dagger oh right at Vigo Mortensen's face who actually blocked it with and his in actual the film. sword. That's and in that's the, film. the that's shot the scene. in the movie. Yeah. No, yeah. amazing. Yeah. They I did like a bunch that. of takes and then they got the the one where he like accidentally let go and he was like, oh my God, oh my God, yeah. are you okay? And Viggo yeah. was like, yeah. Yeah, no, he <laughs> almost
1: died. I mean, we're going to talk about Two Towers, but the scene where he kicks the helmet, he yeah. like broke his ankle or something. Broke his foot. Yeah. Broke his foot and they kept that. In the thing, that's and he, the one. he jumps to his knees and he's like, ah, yeah. that's a real scream of pain a and anguish, <laughs> which sounds so genuine because he thinks Mary and Pippin are dead, right? Because he just broke his foot. Oh my gosh,
0: I didn't know that either. Oh, right. Vigo Amazing. is the
1: man, the man. Okay, good. Do we feel satisfied with Fellowship yes. of the Ring? Absolutely, pretty oh, good. Actually, I do have to say this, I touched okay. upon it before, but <laughs> it's the most perfect ending of a film oh yeah to set up yeah a sequel or a trilogy yeah that i've ever seen yeah, i mean me at the end of that movie i was an emotional sobbing wreck yeah and i was so ready for what was to come oh my gosh right. i've never seen anything done like that again and as a matter of fact force awakens harry potter all these films avengers i feel and this isn't a slight to them but they're, they're trying, trying to recapture to that, that. Yeah. they're 100%. trying to you know recapture that magic right because it was I remember it's all I would talk
3: about with my friends until yeah. the next one would come out and it's also a perfect example of the way that the some like the ways that the film were restructured the Lord of the Rings films not the Harvard films the way that the Lord of the Rings films uh were restructured from the way it was in the books are are a perfect translation from one. Medium to the next. Because in the books. In the books, Bormir dies at the beginning of the second book. That's right. right. And it works in the books. But it doesn't work in the movies. No. It's got to be the end of the first movie. No, it's you know? so powerful. Yeah, poor so. Sean Bean, Agreed. man, he dies in like he everything. Dies he dies in does. everything. Game of Thrones. Oh my god! But man, he was so <laughs> good. That's what he's famous
1: for? Yeah, he was. He was yeah. amazing. Fantastic. Okay, good. So then we move to the Two Towers. Mm-hmm. You know, so the funny thing about The Two Towers, I mean, I loved that movie, but it's a film that's really grown in esteem to me because okay. now the more and more I watch it. Yeah. Uh, the more I appreciate the whole film. What I always remember is The Battle of Helm's Deep, yep. which is still one of the greatest battles ever. Absolutely. And then Incredible. Gollum. That yeah. was the introduction to oh. Gollum. That's what really made Andy Serkis a household name because Gollum is in a few scenes in right. Fellowship. Yeah,
0: you kind of see him in the And in
1: he
3: the looks game, different run. too. Yeah. If you go back and look. He, he does. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. again, that stop,
1: it's stop motion, right? Was uh, or uh,
3: uh, No. Um, uh, what do you call what's it, it? Called uh Motion capture. Motion, motion capture, capture. There yeah. was groundbreaking then. Yeah. It, it, was,
1: it yeah. had never been done before.
3: It still is. Right. Yeah. It still is. You look back at that and it's practical practically seamless. It's and when you look phenomenal. at him in the Hobbit movies, he looks just as good. And you can tell you can tell there might have been some technical advancement, but Gollum's essentially perfect. Right. Like it's just flawless.
1: And that's why it's all kudos to Andy Serkis, because he's genuinely an actor. Yeah. Oh, totally. He is Gollum. He yeah. is Smeagol. He is performing right. everything. You know, Absolutely. like in King Kong. You know yeah. Peter yeah. Jackson's King Kong, which I love. Yeah. Because King Kong is so lifelike, and that's Andy Serkis. And so
3: emotional in his body language and his facial language. And it really is that teamwork between the actor and the technical team. And, And I think the reason people discount motion capture is because it's like it's so dependent on the technical team that then puts the face there in computers. But... That's true of all acting. There's Correct. people putting them in makeup and costumes right. and yeah. filming them from the right angles to make all that stuff happen. Exactly. Just because it's a different technical team doesn't mean that it's less valid or less incredible what you yeah. can get out of somebody like Andy Circus. Yeah. yeah And the
1: fact that you can like empathize and sympathize with Gollum yeah. so much, and you get so invested in that character as he goes on the journey with Sam and Frodo yeah. to, you know, drop the ring in Mount Doom. Ugh, it is incredible. And the whole interaction between Gollum and yeah. Smeagol. Yeah. yeah, ugh, The different voices. It's
3: almost the
0: conversation,
1: ugh, comical. <laughs> so but good.
0: Ugh. And because it's very true to life in terms of, like, people who are fighting with maybe the bad side of themselves, exactly. or this or that, or they have things they're fighting, you know... Um, mentally or whatever yeah, and it's to control oh, themselves about so or good. to
3: you know yeah, yeah it's 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 really amazing oh and the intro because the intro mm-hmm. I love how oh, it of opens <laughs> right
1: on <laughs> you shall not yeah. pass as yeah. it pans into the mountains yeah. and then it just follows Gandalf as he drops down with the Balrog yeah. and the big battle with the Balrog uh, I thought was phenomenal so good yeah. and just
3: when he's on it and just like jamming his uh, sword into the back of its head and he uh, phenomenal.
1: It's so, so highlights for you guys for two towers because I'm stealing it all right
0: um, now. Battle of Helm's Deep also. Um, Eowyn. Eowyn.
1: Oh, Eowyn. The entire sequence oh.
0: with the a possessed king. Oh yeah, that was uh, incredible. I really cool. love um, that, that whole tongue. scene. Wormtongue. Yeah. Worm tongue.
1: Worm a oh, Grim. Grim? Is it Worm? Worm, is it worm Tongue? To? It yeah. is Worm, worm tongue. tongue. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Grima worm, Grima worm tongue. Grima Worm Tongue. Yeah. Yeah. Grima Worm Tongue. That's right. That actor is phenomenal. It's amazing. So, good. so creepy. Yeah. And do you know so uh, oh, okay, the so winter again, of your discontent. He has some yeah. amazing so phrases good. and verses as well.
3: And what's it's so fantastic. funny about him, and you again might remember this from the behind the scenes, is that guy's a total method actor. And in real life is I mean, it it's I from what I saw of him in real life, he's not entirely dissimilar in that he has a sort of sort of like mannerism and, and way of talking. But what's really funny is that his voice is way deeper and he has a deep southern accent. How that's funny. Crazy. So they drop they say they say, Okay, that's Greema Wernpung's last last shot and everything and he turns around and he's like, Boy, I could use a drink. And like <laughs> nobody in the cast has ever heard him talk that way because oh he's gosh. been staying in character for a year. That's why that scene that is cut
1: out of Return of the King, where he kills Saruman on the top of the tower, and then he gets shot down himself, I think is incredible. So good. And it's not in the theatrical release. But it's in the extended. Yeah, yeah. in the extended, which Mm -hmm. is so much better. You remember what Christopher
3: Lee said about that scene? Oh, no. Tell me. (laughs) Okay, so Christopher Lee is doing... He He he, plays Saruman. Yeah, who plays Saruman. Uh, He was... uh, So in the scene, he gets stabbed in the back by Grima Wormtongue. Now Christopher Lee worked with uh, who's the guy who wrote James Bond again? I always forget Ian his Fleming. Name. Ian, Ian Fleming. Fleming. He and Ian Fleming were in the British Thank Secret God Service. God, I know that. <laughs> I know. He and Ian, Ian Fleming were in British Secret Service in World War Two. Yeah. Oh, By wow. the way, Christopher Lee has insane stories. His life is just like what? He's like seen people being guillotined
1: in France like seventy years
3: ago. Right. <laughs> so he's he's there, and they're filming this scene, and Grima comes up and stabs him in the back, and he makes a sort of like uh, gasping sound and uh Peter Jackson comes up and he's like Chris can you um can you make it like more of sort of like a ah thing and Christopher <laughs> Lee looks down at Peter Jackson and says Peter I know what it sounds like when a man is stabbed in the back and the whole <laughs> set gets real oh, quiet wow. Peter Jackson's like Okay. All right. One more for luck. One more for luck.
1: Yeah, he's he's telling the truth. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, he has crazy crazy stories. That guy has had a rock star life. Yeah. Uh, it's insane. Passed now, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, he did a few years yeah. ago, right? He did like a rock album when he was like 90 or something. <laughs> it, was it was crazy. Like, uh, yeah. like it was like nursery rhymes in like hardcore punk rock or something. I don't know. Death metal. It's crazy.
3: And it was funny, too, because he really wanted to be Gandalf. He really wanted That's to be Gandalf. Right. And he and Ian McKellen were friends. And yeah. so, and, and, uh what they said was that the main reason they cast Ian McKellen instead was because uh, Christopher Lee is 10 years older, was 10 right. years older, and the physicality of Gandalf was much greater than Saruman. Right. Yeah. So he's like, all right, I'll be Saruman. And he, he used to go around to Ian McKellen. And he was like, you'd better not mess this up. <laughs> <laughs> right. People forget that
1: Ian McKellen wasn't a household name. No, he Lord wasn't. The Rings. He had had a breakout with Gods and Monsters, which was a film that had come out just before that. That he got an Oscar nomination for. But otherwise, he was like a character actor, yeah. a British yeah. kind of thespian. Yeah. Uh, insane. All yeah. right. So Two Towers, Aowen. I mean, I... I absolutely love Eowyn. Now she came into her own for me in Return of the King. That's when she was just, you know, no man can kill me. I, I am, am no man. man. Oh, that scene is still really like amazing. one of my favorite yeah. scenes Chills, of, of all time. I, I absolutely love it. King Theoden, mm-hmm. who that's uh, Bernard Hill from uh, Titanic. He's the captain yeah. from Titanic.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, he,
1: he was fantastic. Um, and then uh, wh- who's uh, Eowyn's uh, brother, Carl Urban, who's yeah. now like mm. huge.
3: Yeah, absolutely. What's what his name? Eowyn, A-
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so I, I mean, I... I, I love Two Towers. That's yeah, fantastic. That's amazing. Um, yeah, Legolas gets his like cool "I'm a stud" moment where he slides yeah. down. Well, that shield. entire sequence is awesome.
0: Yeah. He and that, Gimli that competing for kills. Yeah. That was so that fun. Was yeah. fun. So yeah. Yeah. Toss me over. Yeah. Yeah. Toss me over. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, oh yeah. They did that also <laughs> so well. Their friendship. <laughs> their friendship developing is like. Oh the yeah. Well, they count. They count off how many people they kill yeah. in both
1: movies: Two Towers and Return of the King.
3: Okay, so going back to last lines of everything, right? Yeah. Sam gets the last line in the book, but you guys know obviously about the appendices. Yes. The last wor- the last line of the appendices isn't a line of dialogue. It is in the very back of the book. Uh the the last thing that he put in was a timeline of all the events including the dates that they happen. And on that t- that timeline starts I think when Bilbo sets out on his adventure and it ends after the fellowship is truly over Mm. and the last line is after Aragorn's died after Pippin and Merry have all died and after Arwen has faded away Legolas and Gimli get on a ship and sail west across the ocean to the Undying Lands together that's the last line and it says if I'm not mistaken and then an end was made in truth of the Fellowship of, on Middle Earth, and it's Ooh, just amazing. like how nerdy we are. Mm. Such nerds,
0: yeah. And because
1: well, elves and dwarves hated each other, yeah. right? They had a rivalry, or at the best, yeah.
3: disliked each disliked other strongly. Each other. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Well, in the Hobbit, it really shows it quite yeah. strongly. But, Very uh, much so. Oh, fantastic. So yeah, I mean, Two Towers phenomenal. Such a great movie. Um, even that whole sequence uh, where you think Aragorn. Is, is, is died, dead, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. it was so effective because you would love the character so much. Oh, we didn't even mention Liv Tyler's character. Oh my God, yes, um, Arwen. Arwen, who yeah. actually was great, especially yes. in the first one. She,
3: she, yeah. Yeah, she
0: was amazing. Really, that really. That entire good. horse sequence where she yeah. saves Frodo oh my is incredible. God, yeah,
3: so fantastic. And do, you, do I don't know if you guys remember this from the book? She doesn't talk. Oh in the book, right? Yeah. At all. Yeah, no, that's right. She's not she doesn't have dialogue in the book. She has actually dialogue in the appendices, but not in the book. Yeah. You meet her and the the characters meet her and get introduced to her and everything like that. So when it came time to, you know, have have her in the movies because that was a decision they made very early on, they actually took some other characters who would appear for one scene and then vanish immediately in the mm. books, and they combined all those characters into her, and then gave her some more dialogue that did come from the appendices. Yeah, I mean, to the, lace in the The truth Tolkien.
1: is, Arwen kind of a well, live kind of got bit live the short end of the stick a little bit because in the theatrical versions she's not in them a lot. In the extended versions, she's there's there there's a many lot. more scenes <laughs> that really show more of their budding romance between yeah. her and uh, Aragorn, yeah, which I I really noticed, right? And then uh, Gimli, who plays Gimli, John uh, John Rhys R- Davis, who I love, who also plays Treebeard, the Ents. Yep. I As didn't know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's the voice. Yeah, um, I love the, ends. <laughs> loved the, I was, we the end. We have decided you are not. <laughs> you are not <laughs> orcs.
3: I love it so much. I know what? that that about, was one of my favorites. <laughs> what about Saruman? <laughs> Don't be hasty. hasty. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> you do the so voices really well, man. <laughs> yeah, you sold been, yourself short. You're I've, good. I've been doing. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of
1: voices recently. That's so, fantastic. Yeah, so good. Okay, good. So I. I mean, look two towers came out it, it was a phenomenon so i remember i mean everyone will remember the buzz for return of the king oh, right like yeah. it was like is this and it's important be- to
3: remember that we were also sort of like are they going to screw up the sequels? Right, like, that's the first what I was going So yeah, good, right? Exactly. After was, especially with the Return of the
1: King, it was like everyone because some people did criticize Two Towers; they thought it was good, but yeah. they thought it was kind of a continuation, right? But I remember Return of the King; there was all it, it was like the spotlight. Like, is this yeah. going to be a colossal flop, right? Or is it going to be a masterpiece? Yeah. Right? And when it came out as just being acclaimed as a masterpiece, yeah. And as I said, it crossed a billion dollars yeah. uh-huh. first fantasy Eleven movie, Oscars. and I think the yeah. only one to do so, and it won all oscars it was nominated for right by the way we haven't even talked about the goddamn
3: music no. oh my god uh, How it's sure right too, yeah it's too uh, much for like it, it, it there's is. so much you it's the just... only
1: soundtrack that i just listen to on the Me loop too. i over
3: still do yeah
1: 15 years later still. it's on my phone you know when i when i was when i started
3: putting together my audiobooks i specifically went and hunted down a composer where when i listened to his work it made me have Lord of the Rings feelings. And I, I then I went to him and I was like, okay, so we're gonna put together some melodies and we are going for pure Howard Shore. Like, you, I I don't want to work with you if you're like, well, I, I really need to do my own thing. It's like, no. One day we can do our own thing yeah. if we ever turn yeah. this into a film project or whatever. I want you to make people feel like like Howard Shore makes people yeah. feel. The Hobbit, specifically. I think it's just the track called The Hobbit, which mm-hmm.
1: is that I don't know how to do it. The yeah is my favorite one. But also that Annie Lennox song, Into the West. Oh, my God. It is so heart-wrenching. Yeah billy boyd sings one of the songs in the hobbit
2: yeah yeah, yeah. In,
1: in one of the hobbit movies
2: yeah which incredible. we are
1: going to touch upon uh yeah. but uh, you know i picked the perfect person to talk about this because <laughs> we are <laughs> geeking out and so this good. is fun um but i mean look these films are masterpieces they are and the thing about lord of the rings it's just it's i mean yes it's fantasy but it's everything it, Yeah, it, it has emotion action horror drama everything. comedy. It's all there. It's it's incredible.
3: Yeah, the closest thing to perfect that yeah. uh, if, that truly, I've seen. Truly, yeah.
1: Are we good with two towers?
0: Yes, I think any? so. Yes.
3: What am I? What am I? I feel uh, like I'm forgetting one thing. You're
0: gonna kill me. But is the Sequence with the fucking ghastly spider in the second or third she or the third, right? Third movie. Okay, good. Yeah. Which, I, I again, thought so, but I, just so you know, it's like my my nightmare right there. In the second book, right? So that that's, that's why that's I was a, thinking about it, and yeah. I was like, so Wait. it
1: ends with oh, we haven't even talked about fricking Boromir's brother, Faramir. Faramir right. in who the second I, movie. I love. and I love. the hunters,
3: the the, the hunters, hunt of the Urukai right. all the way across mm-hmm. the yeah. things and meeting Eomer for yeah. the first time and yeah. like. There's so much. Yeah. And you forget how much there is because it's so so easy to have these big movies with like 18 plot lines and they feel busy and you can't track with what's going on. You never lose track of anything. And
1: you're invested in every Every single one. one. And Gandalf comes back as Gandalf the White. That's fantastic. Um, But yeah, um, so Faramir lets them go and there's that beautiful uh, speech that uh, Sam and uh, Frodo have. About writing books about heroes, and yeah. then he mm-hmm. talks about like, totally. you know, the tale of. Samwise the Great and oh, so beautiful, yeah. but then yeah. So the second one ends with Gollum hatching the plan that will right. lure them to Shelob. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. and yeah.
3: that speaking of like the iconic songs from it, because there's the score and then there's the songs. Because right. each song got an uh, each movie got an end credit song. Yeah. That's right. And that song was Gollum song mm-hmm. with actual lyrics and everything. And it's that do 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 and it, oh it, that's right. It, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. my, and I the. The lyrics, I actually can't ever remember the words to the entire song. Yeah, that one I. But don't there is remember as much. there is one line that always, even if I'm not paying attention, when it hits me, I start to get teary, and it's just "You can never go home," and mm. it's talking about Gollum, and I'm just wow. like, "It's the the, the, in, the into the West one now. by Annie
1: Lennox." Oh. crushes me. Oh, that my one God. crushes Forget me. about it. All right, so Return of the King. Return Here we are. King. This Here we is go. The, the the final film in the. In the trilogy, yeah. So I watched Return of the King three times in the theater. I think it came out I on Christmas. Yeah. I yeah. watched it on Christmas Day in the same day. It was, I just, yeah. I basically just stayed in theater all day. <laughs> it was, it was, I mean, I, incredible. Yeah, it was, it was it, beyond. It was to incredible. Yeah. yeah. I want to start with this though. The thing this film gets criticized for a lot, which I have a very specific view about, is its multiple endings. Yeah. Now, number one, I absolutely loved them. Yes. I absolutely. Well, good. All right. Yes, High five. Didn't right. bother me at all. Well, so yeah. it, it kind of, it literally fades to black like five times. Right. Number two, if I was Peter Jackson, the director, and that was my baby for a decade. Yeah. Yeah it would be fucking hard for me to let go too. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what it communicated to me. Yeah. It was like him wrapping up. So it has, and I remember in the theater when the eagles are coming mm-hmm. and the yeah. volcano and they kind of pass out. And I'm like, holy shit, are they going to end it here? Obviously not. Right. So then they he, <laughs> he wakes up and then they all rejoice and they all, you know, and that's Gandalf. Aragorn his... gets crowned yeah. and then he gets married well, to then, Arwen. Well, right. Oh, there's yeah. different ones. So first of all, there's where he wakes up and they yeah. all reunite. And Gandalf right. is just smoking his pipe and laughing and yeah. they're all hugging him. And Sam's just by the door. Yeah. And they just look at each other. And it's and just, and oh, this oh, I love large of my heart. Yeah. understanding. And it, it, that scene alone, yeah. completely unspoken, breaks me every time. Did you yeah. ever
3: see, okay, to, to to bring some levity into it for a minute, did you ever get, the, did you ever see, see the meme of that scene where he wakes up and everybody walks in through the door one by one he literally calls them all by name except for Gimli right and so when Gimli walks in he just kind of looks at him with this happy smile on his yeah, face I and they made that. it into a meme on like when you forget that one guy's <laughs> name yeah because he silently <laughs> mouths everyone everyone else apart from Gimli, apart from Gimli he's just like <laughs> hey you, you the short you, stubby guy right.
1: But anyway, so then that yeah. blacks out, and then you have the whole scene with Aragon being crowned king, and right. oh my god, talk oh, about it, you know. I love that yeah. one. My so friends, you bow to no one. Oh my god! Yeah, oh, my so god. So cool. oh my god! And that whole scene in the extended version where he gets with Arwen and yeah. everything, which isn't in the theatrical. Yeah. The whole full scene there. There's a whole additional scene. There's a whole song and everything in yep. the extended version. Then it blacks out. Then they go back to Hobbiton, and by the way, I don't know if you know this. They cut out an entire chapter,
3: a whole um, big section yeah. of the last book. a yeah. whole
1: big because the orcs scour uh, well, the Shire.
3: Uh, actually, it's What's Saruman. It called? Oh,
1: it's Saruman. Saruman right. brings
3: humans. He brings men to the Shire, and they like they take Sorry, everything over. Yeah, and, and they like they like knock down a bunch of the mills, and they take over it. Like they put up gates on all the roads. And when and everything. the hobbits
1: come back, they're like physically larger
3: right they're yeah. like warriors now, yeah. Yeah. and so they lead the all of the hobbits in a rebellion against Saruman and humans and that's when Saruman How dies in the books this. well <laughs> it's, it's in the book it's in, but, they but they I read them I know oh. but it's it, it it's it's F- frankly and this is why it's people not in the movies people just remember
0: the movies now yeah. well i mean i mean frankly, it's been a while on the books i, 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 I like. was
3: gonna say and this is why it's not in the movie is that this and the other big thing that was cut which is tom bombadil right. they're not the most memorable right. parts of right. the story yeah. they just are they are and you it know? is
1: a bit anti-climatic anti-clim- because you're right tom right. bombadil actually my dad loved him Me so too. that was an omission i noticed right that last chapter yeah, I, I didn't know this. at all. as a matter of fact, it was kind, it's kind of a bit out of place now. Yeah, yeah. but so they. It's come still back. cool if, oh, you are, if you
3: are if uh, you are because same yeah. thing that was going on with Peter Jackson was going on with Tolkien. He was right. like, okay, but what happens to them when they get home? Right, right. Like they have to actually do so. Like he wanted to know, and yeah. so he told us, and like yeah. thank God. Yeah. Anyway, so now they're back, and then that I mean that is
1: the sequence that still crushes me without fault mm. is when the um, goodbye. well when frodo is with bilbo and he's going off with the elves yeah and then you think gandalf is going and they say goodbye to gandalf and and it genuinely got me the oh, first yeah. time in the theater yeah. gandalf stops turns around and says it's time yeah, yeah. and, and i realizes... mean with merry and pippin again it was it was upsetting but with right. sam yeah forget oh, about it No, it was one of the only
0: films where I'm sitting with a bunch of guys Uh and they're all weeping openly and they don't care. We're all just like crying. When Frodo
1: is getting onto the ship, remember when he turns and he—the smile he gives them—he's finally happy. He's finally like it's a genuine smile because that's why he leaves because he got uh, uh, stabbed with the the sword from what the Nazgul. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, and he's tormented, he's tortured. He'll never be the same again. And that smile he gives is just like. Oh, oh my god it's finally oh happens. And so then it blacks out again and then you're right sean austin sam wise cam g goes there kitty. sits down well yeah uh, i'm back right right uh, exactly the and there's some there's some
3: frodo the narration over that thing and it's uh, like you're going to live a long and happy life and you're like i saved hobbiton for you and now you are all going to take care of it and you know one day uh and then um this is again from the book and from the appendices one day after everybody else is gone. Uh, Sam actually leaves so after Mary and Pippin are gone Sam sails across the ocean then many years later Aragorn passes away and that's when so Sam actually as a ring bearer uh, gets permission right. from, like, the that. gods I mean, to sail across the ocean. they could make these into movies, man. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. really right. could. Right.
1: Someone probably will. I love how we skip to the end of The Return
3: of the King. I know. Oh, God, the Battle of the Pelennor uh. Fields and the Charge of the Rohirrim <laughs> and I Am No Man and, like, um, oh. And Shelob. And Shelob she 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 was... Terrifying. So well, we terrifying. know why you skipped Shelob. The, the camera <laughs> angle, the camera
0: angle My nightmare. when
1: Frodo thinks he's out yeah. and Shelob is above. Oh, like oh, it's ingenious. Oh. and he's like upside down scuttling along and then he yeah. stabs him. Again, I forgot like yeah. the narration, the you know the the narrative of right. the story. his blue
0: face as oh. she you know webs yeah. him. Oh. And even Sam coming to save the day but all the orcs
1: in uruk kill each yeah. other and he's like marching in and there's there's no one left.
3: So fantastic! Uh, again, oh, we're
1: kind of going from the back forward, but like I love it. And the battle is—it's the Battle of Helm's Deep—is um, two, two towers, right? And it's yeah. battle a battle of the, of the
3: Pelennor Fields.
1: Pelennor Fields, right? And this is uh, where are they? What's the big it's city? At the so they're in of, front of Gondor. F- yeah, Gondor, yeah. right? Oh, uh the guy from Fringe, Denethor. Oh, yeah he's the crazy
3: guy. The steward, I love the him. He's, he's
0: well, that's, that's who I meant. The guy, who's father crazy. And he's father. so good. So nominal.
3: A- actually, Noble from Fringe. I yeah. love him yeah. so much. As many quotable lines as there are from the entirety of the Lord of the Rings, the single line that I quote the most out of the entire movie trilogy is when he goes nuts in the third mm-hmm. movie. Uh, Anytime I'm playing a video game, uh, a, a a game of soccer, anything like that, you are probably going to hear me multiple times say "Flee!" flee for your lives oh, yeah. when he gets up there and he's like abandon your post and it's just i just i it's say just that nutcase. all the time oh, he goes crazy that, he's so good that scene he's so where good he's eating oh. tomatoes and chicken oh, and just,
1: oh yeah and and, and they're uh, looking at him like f- uh, Mary? it's uh it's pippin it's pippin yeah. is singing that song billy yeah. boyd who has That's a beautiful right. voice and then uh cut with faramir who he sent his son back to the orcs to his own to die yeah death there's so many scenes that yeah. are just absolutely phenomenal.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. so, um, remind me again, uh, King Theoden, uh, Bernard, is Bernard, Bernard Hill. Bernard Hill. Yeah. Hill. I always want to say Bernard yeah. Shaw, and I'm like, that, I don't even yeah. know who that that's is. Some, I think that's like a writer or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. But anyway, Bernard Hill. So he said, Fantastic. That the charge of the Rohirrim was the greatest moment of his acting life. And he doesn't know. What could possibly top it? Yeah, because I,
1: I understand that. Yeah, because and w- you've obviously... seen those behind the scenes, right? they right. So they had two hundred horses. Yeah, with real people and mm. then all CGI. Right. Yeah. But they had two hundred on this and, open and field. That's
0: the big difference these days. They'll yeah. maybe do what two horses and the rest right. CGI. Yeah, they won't even do
1: that. Yeah, uh, and they need to make
0: the whole thing. And it, you, you can tell. Yeah, it's not real. Yeah, when they don't have that massive. Practical effects right. mixed with a little CGI as necessary exactly. instead of the opposite balance. It's not real to me, and that and is say, where we go to the Hobbit and my problems with the Hobbit.
3: Yeah, but. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm well, anyway.
1: we're almost done. I mean, unfortunately, we don't have much longer, but I do want to touch upon that. So I'm going to let you finish, and then we will discuss the Hobbit a little bit.
3: I just want to toss out like that 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 the proof of that is that every time they've returned to it, like I mean, you guys, I know you guys have talked Star Wars to death, but yeah. the new Star Wars movies are mm. like we're going to go a lot more back to practical effects, right? Exactly, and, it's not and that's perfect, what works. Really yeah. good. Right. It's so oh great yeah, yeah. again but well, that's just a whole like, like, yeah. tangent unto itself uh, exactly <laughs> but I just like that is so very it true it's, it's the it's the ironclad proof yeah. like oh, oh, as much of that stuff shooting, as you possibly can which again we
1: haven't focused on shooting it in new zealand yeah. oh yeah the backdrop yeah. alone is half the movie right yeah. exactly The that cinematography that right is, yeah. is
0: stunning <laughs> so yeah. you could have just gone to like colorado or right. somewhere where it's cool and green and blah 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 but And i'm you, sure
3: it would look nice yeah it would look cool but new zealand does look it, it does look unique it it's looks so like unique. nothing else does it yeah. looks
1: like a fantasy world it does. right exactly okay so look we've, we've we've kind of touched upon the three movies the trilogy is basically perfect Dare I say, do you have any critiques? Because um, so, I have some, I could say. Yeah. Like the the ghost story in Return of the King. Was, yeah. I didn't love, you know, yeah. Aragorn. I, Go- I mean, although they do save the day, but right. I, I didn't love that. Um, The the story with like the Ents kind of did slow it down a bit in a Two bit. Towers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well they're, don't they're, be hasty. But yeah, don't um. be hasty. <laughs> but that's so minor. What about right. you?
3: Yeah, I I would say I would say my my biggest um my biggest things are actually only in retrospect after the Hobbit movies. Because I remember that when the Return of the King came out, people were talking about how they were sort of like stepping up Legolas's ridiculous movie to movie when he's like climbing up the elephant and shooting it in the brain. I love that. though. It's the coolest thing ever. But then by the time we get to The Hobbit and he's jumping up falling bricks, I'm like, maybe they had a point. Because then it got got too ridiculous. But see, character-wise to me, absolutely perfect. Yeah, exactly. And and just in and of itself – I was totally fine with that. Yeah. And Gimli going, still only counts as one. <laughs> you know, like, that's great. Yeah. So, the, yeah, the only things that I had are, are, are such tiny, minor things. And I, I only feel like I have attention on them because it was worse than The Hobbit. And right. then people are like, see, we told you. Yeah. And I'm like, but you, mm. you, you weren't right back then. We didn't yeah. even mention Sauron. <laughs> oh, God.
1: Well, because he's not really a character. Oh, the, no. yeah. the,
3: the ring the itself. Ring, right. What's the quote? So the, the the full quote, so now what's written on the ring is just one ring to rule them all, one ring to find them, one ring to bring them all and in, in the darkness bind, bind them. Yes. But it is part of an entire passage uh, that is... And you ha- you know that verbatim too. <laughs> well, I, I, I do have to admit that I had to pull up the first couple of lines on my phone, but I, I, I will just... I, I want to cop to that because I don't want to be like... You know, <laughs> I'm nerdy enough that I don't have to fake like an extra level of nerdiness. Right. You know? But it's... Three rings for the elven kings under the sky, seven for the dwarf lords in their halls of stone, nine for mortal men doomed to die, one for the dark lord on his dark throne in the land of Mordor where the shadows lie. Amazing. One ring to rule them all, one ring to find them one ring to bring them all and in the darkness bind them. Did you see how
1: cocky he got? He like put his so phone good. down midway. I said He's I like, just needed the I first two got lines. The yeah. <laughs> first two lines, that was all. <laughs> so awesome. good. Awesome. Yeah, so I mean, Sauron is, uh, you know, obviously the embodiment of evil and what right. everything's about. And I would have liked to have seen that character more because he's basically just an eye the whole trilogy right the opening sequence when it shows him oh my god i mean that was awesome talk about iconic yeah amazing but again it didn't bother me at all oh i do have to mention one other thing the opening of the return of the king Smeagol. and oh, Andy Serkis actually plays so Smeagol. Yeah, that is yeah. terrifying. It, it really is. He's yeah. like a, a, you know, a, what, like a le- village lake
3: guy. He's Almost like a, like a quasi hobbit. hobbit. Yeah, yeah. he's like a, a he's a he's a river Hobbit. Uh, I think that uh,
1: the,
0: my precious. Yeah, his transformation
3: is, is so
1: oh, good. Yeah, it's terrifying. That in introduction yeah. scene is yeah. terrifying. Yeah,
0: Andy Serkis and, just and knocks it out, like, out of the park. So sad. It's, it's so it's sad. So sad.
3: That's the thing, is that oh when he oh god, you're gonna say the same thing. When he falls. Right. right. I can't
1: believe we didn't even talk about yeah. Fro- the- like Sam carrying yeah. freaking Frodo up there, then the, you know, freaking Gollum, and then fucking think about this. Frodo is about to drop the ring and he,
2: he gives doesn't. in. Yeah.
1: And he's he like he says, I It's can't mine, it. and yeah. that mm-hmm. devilish grin yeah. from yeah. freaking Elijah Wood. And, and Gollum is like, the one no! who saves the day. Right. If it wasn't Gollum, accidentally, for Gotham, but, accidentally yeah. you know, and Gandalf yeah. foretold that. Yeah. He said he has his part. Right. Right. Because he his takes play, the man.
3: Yeah. Right. My pressure. And they wouldn't have gotten into Mordor without That's him right. either. Right like oh my god Gollum mvp i don't know what to say (laughs) it's true
1: (laughs) all right well i'm glad we have all mutual love and utmost respect and admiration for these films because they deserve it
3: and with how much we talked about and how many other things we have left out so much more Mm -hmm. right like can people stop complaining when uh, when the movies are so long it's like look at how much awesomeness there is never
1: bothers me never how many times have you binged the extended versions from start to finish at the same time. Oh, geez, I've done that about I, five times. Yeah. Oh well, it's like five it's, a, times. it's
3: at least a dozen for me. Yeah. Damn, man. Okay, yeah. That's this like, is my life. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's like
1: literally almost fourteen hours, thirteen hours. It's about yeah, it's about fourteen hours. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. Well, you you know you'd let yourself go to the bathroom in between. You yeah.
1: Know? yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean like uninterrupted i've done weekends but i'm talking about one day oh straight uh, it's oh yeah straight it's about, about
3: 12 and a half hours yeah, yeah. god damn you man yeah but that's
1: great that's that's why you're on the show
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally couldn't have gotten a better guest <laughs> you, you have to watch the uh,
1: extended ones you should... i
0: watched the f- fellowship i have my baby towers and return of the king is extended yeah you, so actually, they're really you
3: should... good.
1: The... what's crazy is have you seen how much those dvd box sets are now the original
3: ones? oh yeah Oh like, yeah, they're hundreds of dollars now. Yeah, because and the, you'll never pry mine right, a, a, like away from me.
1: Right? No, because they're so he's hard to find it, now. He's lending it to the, me. But all the it. re-releases, the Blu-rays—they look beautiful. None of them compare to the original yeah. one. Yeah. Okay, good. I want to touch upon the Hobbit. Okay. Um, here's why: the Hobbit was my favorite book. Right. Yes. That was my introduction. I adore the Hobbit. Yeah. Me too. That book is incredible. Those films. Weren't masterpieces. No. But here's the problem, I think, with those films, because I own them all now, and I've uh-huh. watched them many times, and there's a lot of good stuff in those movies. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. They have such huge shoes to fill yeah. because of The Lord of the Rings, and they absolutely do. You're right, uh, Yeni. They make a huge mistake with just going nuts on CGI, yeah. just like George Lucas did with yeah. the prequels. Absolutely. Um, I think... Martin Freeman is fantastic I as Bilbo Bobbins. Uh, Bilbo Bobbins. I do Bilbo Baggins. Bilbo Bobbins. Baggins. Yeah, I think I he do is love perfectly. Him. Absolutely, yes. yeah. I was very um, happy with him. I was not a huge fan of Thorin Oakenshield, the guy who plays him, Richard Armitage. Yeah,
3: because in the books he
1: really is heroic to me, and in yeah. the right. film he was kind of an asshole, kind of a dick.
3: Yeah, he's it, so he he is a bit of an asshole in right. in the in in the books. It's I would say it's played up more in the movie, and I feel like it's because they needed they felt like they needed a golem right and he's this trilogy's golem right. and he's not crazy. supposed to yeah, be not at all. the whole like dwarf gold sickness is turned into an actual thing right. instead right. of just like a tendency yeah um honestly here's here's me yeah here's here's where it falls down for me not where it falls down. Do you down. like them? Do you dislike them? Like, I don't love them, like, but I will say I like them. I
0: test to love. I'm like, i don't somewhere in the middle. Oh,
1: really? Okay, see, I enjoy them because yeah. I've actually watched them all about three times. And with the second one particularly, I actually quite
3: enjoy, but I certainly don't love them. If you go watch those films again, mm-hmm. look at them and see if it looks to you because this is what I think is the central is the central problem with the, with those movies. See if it looks to you like Peter Jackson directing a Guillermo del Toro movie. Right. I think that's what happened. I think that they had so many years of, of pre-production and preparation and to- del Toro working with the actors. I think if del Toro had just done the movies, mm. we would I would be so much happier with them. And right. I think if he had never been involved, and it was Peter Jackson from beginning to end with enough time to work with the actors to work on all the designs, the the way the dwarves look, that's not a Peter Jackson design. I know. It just isn't. That's I, a Del Toro design. And the hunky from, dwarf who yeah. has a relationship that's the thing, with the elf from the book <laughs> right.
0: that immediately upset me. Yeah. yeah, because the way I pictured the dwarves yeah. when that when literally this you know it started, I was like, no, right. I was well, immediately not sold. Yeah. Right. That well, the, was the problem The first for me. mistake
1: they made is, again, it's a 310-page book. Right. Yeah. They made it into three three-hour movies. Yeah. And added you know things I mean? that did not need to be but added. But remember, we're going to focus on our love of Tolkien. So I yeah. agree yeah. with you. There are, there are issues. Like, the CGI is kind of nutty. The storyline. There are so many so things. Filler.
3: Yeah. It, it, like, if I wanted to list off, like, my absolute favorite things. Bilbo, unquestionably. Absolutely. Really. Smog, Oh, my God. Incredible. Benedict, oh Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch right. oh, as Oh, like, so good. Uh, so incredible. good. Yeah. And so I actually didn't mind the whole bard sequence. And like the no, bow with the black that. arrow, that's oh, yeah. not from yeah, the book yeah, yeah. at all. Fine. But I was like, oh, no, that makes a lot kinda of sense. Cool. That's no, kind of cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. And um, you put any dad in any movie and I'm just like, I relate to you, bro. I get you. <laughs> yeah. You know, good dad. Good dad. I
1: mean, I guess it is kind of a testament to the, there being a bit of a fault with these films when the, probably the biggest thing I love, because you're right, it was Bilbo and Smaug were really yeah, the highlights they for were, me. I actually yeah. liked Evangeline Lilly's character, although sure. it was totally made up. It was yep. just not
0: necessary um, to me. The that's nostalgia
1: all. was what I loved the most, Yeah, seeing... Frodo again, seeing Gandalf. And I, Gandalf.
3: Think, and I yeah. think that, uh, you know, on that point, you, could have, put, right, yeah. you could have put Toriel in the in the story and had her feel Tariel, necessary, her yeah. you know, but they didn't.
0: I felt like she was put there to have a romance. Right. But that's, I
3: liked her. She yeah, actually yeah did no, a good she was good. Job. Exactly. I love the actress. That's, that's what's so sad is when you see, like, good actors playing good characters with so many good elements and it hasn't been... It hasn't been coquised into a perfect whole. And I really think that is because and there's a whole story why it wasn't Peter Jackson for a while. And it's the fault of some of some like executives who we don't know about who we don't. You know, like, I mean, I know about them, but like a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And they don't get the blame for it. People are like, well, Peter Jackson screwed up. And it's like, dude, do you know what he he was working with? Like, come on. On. by the way, those movies made almost a billion dollars
1: each. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so as far as a
0: film goes, they are still like Tony says, they, they are, are still fun good films. Yeah. They don't they don't have, measure up. Well, right. They don't
1: have that emotional resonance yeah. and that connection. Yeah. Right. The only characters I really connected with was Bilbo because yeah. Martin Freeman was genuinely he terrific, was great. Yeah. And Smaug was yeah. the embodiment yeah. of Smaug. Incredible. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Okay, I think we're actually pretty much done with the Hobbit. Okay, um, I, I can move on from that. Let's talk about one other thing before we're going to wind down. Okay, Amazon—they're spending uh, over a billion dollars on a Lord of the Rings TV series. Are you worried? Wow, Garrett took Garrett his glasses off.
0: Like, tell me your thoughts. Wiping his brow,
3: well, first of He's all, terrifying. what is it about? I don't know. There's all these like, from what I've heard, theories. Yeah, from what I from the the best thing that I have heard is that they are. Um, uh taking from the Silmarillion. Right, the Silmarillion. That's what I've heard.
1: Have you read that by the way? Yeah, a couple of times. They <laughs> that can mean many different that book
3: is like the Bible. It yeah. really is. And it's written like the Bible. It's, it's not an easy book. Very yeah, hard that's why read. I haven't
0: yeah. uh touched upon it.
3: Um the Silmarillion includes the Lord of the Rings. That yeah. doesn't tell us anything. There, yeah. The 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 entire story of the Lord of the Rings is a paragraph in the Silmarillion that basically says and then the ring was found by a hobbit and given to and and taken to Mordor mm-hmm. and destroyed. Like it's a paragraph that's that simple and that's the whole that's all it says about right. the Lord of the Rings. Right. So Aragorn is mentioned in the Silmarillion and so a lot of people are like well a there's a younger Aragorn apparently. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So like a young Aragorn series could be could be kind of whatever but um
0: maybe it sets up Middle-earth the world in different facets. No, young be...
3: Gandalf. I mean, Gandalf's
1: like a he's an alien entity. Or he's something, he's right? an angel essentially. Right, an angel.
3: Yeah. I don't. Uh, okay. So so to answer your question, I'm extremely nervous. Yeah, yeah. me too. I think super that, nervous. Yeah, I think well, there, we don't know anything. We don't know casting.
1: We don't know who's directing it. We just know that the freaking owner of Amazon is spending like a billion dollars on this TV series.
3: Right, and and here's the thing is we've seen a lot of times where an incredibly classic piece of fiction and we've seen it just recently yeah. where it's adapted and it stays as true to the source material as it possibly can while taking what liberties it needs to to translate into a new medium and yeah. we've seen that do great and then in a very specific specific example we've seen them run out of actual narrative right. and put out 3 more seasons that the audience Of course pop it. <laughs> uh, no, oh, Game of Thrones. Oh, Game of Thrones! <laughs> They've got the narrative. I loved right? it. You're, I, you're someone that had a problem with the last season, right? Right, but but and and I liked a lot about the last yeah. season. But compare the last season to the first three seasons. Sure, sure, no contest. They quickie that. So of here, yeah. So they here's tried the to thing. Wrap it all up. I I'm worried that I'm going to feel about this Amazon series the way that I do about Ender's Game, right. where I'm like, right, amazing book. The movie, uh, the movie. Right. I'm like, it's. Fine. I love the book. But why would it's you make not, Ender's yeah. Game fine? Why it would needs you to be spectacular. Ama- yeah. Right? Yeah. One needs- of the best science fiction novels of all time. Exactly. Yeah. I'm worried that it's going to be that. I'm worried yeah. that they're going to be like, we're just going to bring you back to Middle Earth. And it's yeah. not actually going to feel like Middle Earth right. because the thing that made it feel like Middle Earth was a very, very smart group of people spending yeah. a decade of their life thinking about what Middle Earth would be like. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to... Some you know, like TV studio execs yeah. being basically like, "Okay, what did people like about the Lord of the Rings movies? Yeah, what they liked about the Lord of the Rings movies was how much time they spent thinking yeah. about the books." Yeah, I realized exactly. it's kind of hard to talk about it because we
1: literally know nothing about it. Yeah. I know it's
3: been rumored. I'm and just explaining about. why I'm nervous. That's right. Right. like if we
1: suddenly <laughs> started
0: hearing about shoot teams in New Zealand, yeah. in Hobbiton, yeah, like in you know, a, that would and probably things. Then me, yeah. then I would be yeah. like, "Oh, maybe they're onto something or going to take this seriously." Okay. I don't know. Yeah maybe we'll see
1: maybe alright gang <laughs> well our love affair for Tolkien and uh, Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit a little bit no, but. has come to an end oh by the way did you see the uh, biopic movie Tolkien that I came out with yet. Nicholas I Holt haven't. I have actually know. looks quite Serena good Serena said I it was Serena really good Serena liked it yeah right? she said yeah. it was very good I yeah. want to see it I, want I actually it want very to very watch bad. that too yeah, yeah. yeah. um well, look, that was a blast, man. Absolutely, I loved it. It, it was so much fun talking about. It. I love your passion. I share your passion. Absolutely. Um, this again, what I love about episodes like this shows the testament and ode to love of movies. Yeah, like what mo like what films, uh, you know, can really do to elicit emotions. Because I, I mean, it. These things, are they're a. As you said, they're so personal and important to us. Right. Because I have so many personal stories and ideas about token and Lord of the Rings and, you know, quotes and lines that mean so much to me. And absolutely. Like but, too. Oh, well, uh, I mean, have I fantastic. ever showed you
3: the only tattoo I have on my body? What is it? Oh, there you go. Of is that Elvis? Elvish for G. Ah, it's, what Gandalf for G. Puts, <laughs> it's what Gandalf puts on all of his boxes, his fireworks boxes That's and right. like all the crackers he sells uh. and everything like that. It's crazy. That's
1: right. Well, our friend Serena, man, she I mean, she's got plans. She's gonna build like a Hobbiton Hobbit in hole. her Oh really? Her yard, no, they're yeah. they're oh, quite man. serious.
0: They're huh. actually getting the like the Soil work done and everything. Ooh, yeah. That's so
1: cool. Yeah. Yeah. My wife, who has this little mini baking uh, company, uh-huh. she's an incredible baker. She makes cupcakes, cakes oh, and everything. Cake. One of her first jobs like five years ago, which amazing. she slaved Re- over for 14 hours, was a Shire.
3: I think I saw it oh. on yeah. Facebook. Oh,
1: Serena yeah. had this very
0: big party because she never had a 30th. Yeah, So she it was all Hobbit themed with archery, oh. magic she still um, has all the signs all oh, the man. signs that's like you so would have cool. you would have gone crazy you would have loved it Gareth. yeah it was amazing
1: <laughs> but yeah God. well there you go yeah. yeah and look lord of the rings lives on it's it's absolutely fantastic those films the original trilogy will stand the test of time they'll forever. last forever a hundred years from now i guarantee you yep. they'll be as relevant as they are today mark my words absolutely, I agree. absolutely. clearly you agree yeah. and that's a testament to the hobbit films because they won't
3: yeah you know they, they'll be so.
1: fun but no they won't they definitely you know, 'Cause they're already
3: not. I look forward yeah. I, I, I look forward to one day, somehow, some way, but somebody's gonna make a perfect remake of The Hobbit. And I it's right. gonna be Hope one so movie too. and they're gonna go and they're just gonna nail it. And and by that point they might not have access to Martin Freeman and Benedict Cumberbatch or like it'll probably I think yeah. it will be long enough in the future yeah that they're going to redo it all newly and then we'll just have our perfect library of mm. four perfect Tolkien films yeah, you know fantastic that's yeah. what I want all right,
1: Garrett. Well, thanks a lot, buddy. It was a great chat. Um, where can people find you again, man?
3: Uh, yeah, so you should go check out my books at underrealm.net. And if you're there, the the whole library is there and you can dive right in if you want to or uh, you can just get a free copy of my first book. I, I give you the first one for free because I know you're going to buy the rest of them. It is the drug dealer model, but I do not apologize <laughs> for that at all.
1: That's so um, nice of you. And they can just go straight to Amazon too, right?
3: Yeah, you can go straight to Amazon. Just search my name, Garrett Robinson, uh, or at or, or at our website. Yeah. That's fantastic. All
1: right, folks. Well, thanks so much for listening. Good night, everyone. Good night. Bye.
0: Thanks again for listening to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social media Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tony the Movie Guy. You can also email us at Tony the Movie Guy podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow our guest, Garrett. You can get his information in the show notes below. And we will see you in two weeks. Bye bye.